This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Five. And so this is your this is your calling, calling, bro. Oh, you can say it's your personal story depending on what type of business it is. Three, that's definitely one gem that I learned. Two, does pay off. I'm not I'm not going front. Hard work does pay off if you if you want it that bad. One, this is the neighborhood therapist, and I'm rocking with Mike B. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. Just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh Lord, please don't let me be This is episode seven, and I'm not going to ask Mike how he's doing, because I need to put him on trial real quick. <laughs> Why we got to do that? Why nah, we, we got to do that? <laughs> I, I got to put you on trial real quick, man. So it, it, it has come to my enlightenment that your favorite R&B singer of all time, the king of pop. had an entanglement on the screen for us to see and we never realized it because we were too young. <laughs> I already know exactly what song and video. <laughs> I need answers. And why would y'all do Eddie Murphy like that? Hey, 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 leave Mike alone. Leave Mike alone. Remember the time. It was classic. But, you know, it was Michael. Bam. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Bam. He walked into that man's palace, did some magic, got up, yeah. pointed to this woman, the queen. Yep. Some, do you remember when we. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> the disrespect, bro. I would have had him thrown to the alligators, fam. You crazy? Yeah. Don't come in my palace and disrespect me like that. Hey. I ain't gonna do it. Michael did it in his video, but I ain't gonna do it. Listen, Michael Jackson is the original Killmonger. Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> nah, but no, here's the crazy thing, though. He said he took it to Spain. Let's think about those times. How we taking it to Spain? You, what do you mean? They're supposed to be in Egypt, and he said he took it to Spain. Back yeah. in those times, that's a long trip, bro. Man, I, <laughs> I, I need some um, some reparations for Eddie Murphy, man. Poor Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I bring that up because Mike has been gone for how long? It is now, I believe, 11 years wow. because he died the year we graduated, June 25th, 2009. Wow, wow. Five days after my born day, man. Rest in power, Michael Jackson, man. Um, I brought that up, though, because for him to be gone that long, that's genius marketing. Don't you agree? For us to still be talking about that? And there's no way he could have foreseen... Um, an entanglement becoming the word of damn near the year 2020. Entanglement and pandemic. We should make an episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> word. <laughs> like, I just think Michael Jackson was way ahead of his time when it came to marketing, uh, being a visionary. Shit, even him owning his masters and the Beatles masters. They don't talk about that. So, before we delve in, it's 
it's geniuses, right? Let's just let's just say it. And 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 I'm not putting geniuses on just being smart. I'm talking about being creative, being the first to do things, do things light years ahead. Like it doesn't matter. Like these geniuses always come through at some point, and then years later we see what they were trying to do. And people be like, "Yo, he he actually started this thirty years ago." <laughs> yep. yep. Like you, like you can even add like George Lucas and what he was trying to do with the stars Star Wars movies. But let's let's get into it, man. What do you do for a living, Mike? I am a project manager. I work for a production company uh, in marketing. Um, so basically. My company outputs the billboards people see, banners people see on internet, um, social media posts, even some of the copy, uh, the copywriting, and that's basically the captions. See these posts, uh, captions, and you know, Twitter things like that. And we started moving into uh, the creative side and actually like coming up with like. A brand guy like brand guidelines or just basically all right this is the font you need to use going forward mm. this will look good for you for what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to promote and things like that nature basically trying to put the comp uh the client best foot forward into the marketing world and things of that nature to the consumers and people who buy into the business so okay okay so what made you get into that into that level of marketing. So, well, it goes back. Let's. It goes back to even when I was young. So, you remember back in school thirteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to sell the candies for uh, to raise money for school trips, things of that mm-hmm. nature. And you know me, I, at that time, mom was already gone. Father wasn't there. Keisha was doing as much as she could to help me and my brothers. But Keisha was still fresh out of school at that point. And basically, I guess I started like picking up little things that I noticed that I was good at, but didn't realize that I was like that's what I was gonna end up be going to do later on in life. Like selling candy. My sister used to tell me I would sell candy to Eskimos because I'd come home with a box and within a day or two the box was gone and that was 52 pieces of candy. <laughs> but why Eskimos? <laughs> oh, that's just just something Keisha would say. <laughs> <laughs> so so like she's basically saying, you know, Mike can sell to anything. And and I can even go further back when I was in the building trying to make some little extra money. And I drew up my own poster boards like, I'll take out the trash for blah, blah, blah. Contact this number or come knock at this door and we'll set up a schedule. Mm. I was doing things like that from little. And then even when, when my sister went to school, like I used to help my sister out with some of her projects for like her activities with her um, college group, like her Black Jeopardy. I end up making the whole Black Jeopardy PowerPoint with the buttons and everything. And I was only in like, what? Fifth, sixth grade at that point. Just, yeah, yeah, just, just picking up on like the different nuances of different technologies at that point. So this is your, this is your calling calling, bro. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is I didn't realize it until college. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. What, What set it off for you in college? So, like I've stated before, I went to school for accounting. Uh-huh. Um, and even when I was in high school, when I was part of the AOF program, that's the Academy of Finance, um, um, we, learned a, we learned an array of things. You know, we learned about economics. We learned about finance. We learned about accounting. Um, but, you like, people really didn't, like, talk about the marketing piece as much at that point but the marketing piece was always there um and so i'm thinking i'm oh i want to be with the numbers i want to do all this stuff um go to college 
become an accounting major, but for some reason, the accounting study and the way that you have to be with an, as an accounting major in college did not mix right with my personal life and my on-campus life. Because I've stated before, I was involved. So I wasn't, I wasn't just on the football team. One, I was an athlete, which being an athlete in college is damn near like a full-time job sometimes. Yep, they don't talk about it. They don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Then you got to make sure you keep up with your schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And then you want to join these other groups. So it didn't really, I didn't really see the effect fresh. I didn't realize the effect freshman year with me trying to do all of that together right away. It took, it took until about like really like my, the end of my sophomore year, junior year for me to realize that me being an accounting major may not work. Okay. So then you changed from accounting to marketing? And so I changed from accounting to marketing. So most of your classes transferred over. So you didn't have to start over. Exactly. Okay. Like, um, even though I did have to make up two extra classes senior year. So I took six classes in both semesters senior year. Um, but a lot of the other classes transferred over. So I wasn't stuck in a place. I didn't have to be in school for extra time. Uh, I could have, um, but I chose not to just because I know how my sister is and I know how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crazy thing about it, though, is that at that same point, when I'm on these clubs, I was like one of the ones doing a lot. Like one of the clubs, I was on the e-board at one point and I was the PR chair. Mm. So they kind of put you in the role before you even knew. I, before I even knew, I was yeah. already I was already doing things that people do. I was the one being doing the word of mouth. <laughs> I was the one creating flyers and sending them out. I was making sure the information got around. Like I had a whole committee to like come together and like we won different awards for like different contests um to promote our club. Mm-hmm. And like so every like everything was lining up, but I wasn't even seeing it at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just gotta uh, I, I feel like we just gotta go through things to get to we need to become we just got to be obedient to it and open to the process man so i'm very happy for you bro um i know you've been doing numbers bro and i'm 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 truly 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 proud of you but if i'm a newbie okay and i'm coming to you because you are mr marketing genius i'll let you (laughs) toot your horn in a bit tell them the things Uh, you've done uh, but if, if i'm new to marketing what are the five most important things i need to know if you're new to marketing, um, the five things I would consider, they're the more broader topic. Like these topics could be broken down further down mm-hmm. later on. But definitely one one of the first things is the customer. Because um, you got to know your customer. You got to know who you're trying to market to. Because if you don't understand where your customer is coming from, how can you actually sell your service product to the individual. Um, so you definitely got to know your customer or, or another word for that is your audience. Okay. Um, two, I definitely would say your story matters um, because people are going to be like, what makes you different from that person? Your person, you can say it's your personal story depending on what type of business it is uh-huh. or um, but you, you have to have a story to like, that you're trying to convey, but to it has to, but your story has to make sense because you don't want to be too, you don't want to overshare. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Three, <laughs> you have to realize marketing is not free because <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people get that twisted in like, Oh, can you do this for such and such price? How much you charge? And when people hear the price, they be like, oh, no, I can't do that. (laughs) But the crazy thing is there's ways around it um, to make it work for you. 
But marketing ain't cheap because it, it's not just the money that you have to put into it. It's also the time. Yeah. So it's it's definitely not cheap because you have to come up with a whole plan. Sometimes a media plan for different things or just how you're going to broadcast your new your new whatever service product to the world. So you have to do all that stuff. So yeah, marketing is not free. It is not free at all. It's gonna cost you either your money or your time. There you go. <laughs> These last two, um, I would definitely say it's more important nowadays. And four, I would say social media. Because social media nowadays can make or break break you, as we all see. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and before, I guess, I guess I'm, I, I'm saying social media now because of the world we live in, but before we had social media, we had word of mouth. We, so I guess I'm more so saying the promotion, the promotion of your show. You have to focus on that. Um, your show, your product, your service. Because if you don't promote it, and that's basically what you're doing on social media, who who's going to hear about it if you just be like, all right, I created this, let's see what happens. And you do nothing. It's not going to work. Yeah, I think that's something I personally struggle with because <laughs> I hate social media. I don't like posting. I feel like it's bragging. I just... That's why... Okay, so as far as marketing is concerned, I just feel like you either have it or you don't. And if you don't, you definitely need to hire a marketer or have somebody on your team that is phenomenal at that. That's just my personal opinion. No, and, and to be to be frank, that is very true. Um, because if you if you look at the workforce, surprisingly, there's a lot of marketing agencies and people don't even realize it. And then that's why a lot of these companies are starting to move. And bringing their own marketing teams in. Mm-hmm. That's why you're starting to see more CMOs come out. Um, you got to explain what that is for the listeners. Chief marketing officer. Just mm-hmm. like a CEO, it's a CMO. Okay. So a lot of companies are starting to bring in a, a CMO on. Like before, people used to just have like a director or maybe a manager, depending on how big they're, they want to do for marketing. But the last, I would say, within the last decade, companies have been moving to bringing in CMOs into okay. that point. Or another another word term I would use is what Marvel does, and they made Kevin Feige the chief creative officer. Uh huh. And that's a and that was new for me when I heard that came out, and basically. Kevin Feige is in charge of how we promote these in the, uh, these comics, these movies, the TV shows, how we want to push our product forward, who are we going to do, uh, who who's our audience. Like, Kevin Feige is in charge of all of that. So yeah. that's like a, that's a new term that's coming out now. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely got to pay that, man. We're we going to come back to that. We're going to come <laughs> back to that. Give yeah. us your number five. Number five, design. If your design is whack, and it doesn't attract people. Mm-hmm. That's just it. <laughs> like, let, let's be for real. Like, sometimes, sometimes the most simple design is so good for certain things, but then something crazy even better for other for other things. Um, so like, take our take our take our logo for instance. Okay. Is that is that trash or is that it? I don't think it's trash because yeah. you know. Because it is our logo, I personally don't think it's trash. Mm-hmm. But from the feedback from what people have told us, out, even outside our circle and in our circle, mm-hmm. it's a different because it's an eye catcher. First of all, who would throw a, a flag over their face? Me. Exactly. <laughs> right. But no, yeah. let's be like, and, and and what we did is we used three. Flags from the islands, which that is our heritage. It embodies us, yes. And embodies us. But that off the rip would attract people's eye. Oh, 
you, you feel me? Uh-huh. And, and and so like the de- design, there was we thought about it. There was meaning behind the design. It wasn't just we're gonna throw this out here just because. It was like there's a meaning in the story. So a lot of the thi- a lot of the five points for new marketers, like I've said, we me and you have already implemented. Mm-hmm. So design is definitely a big piece of that. So it's this story, the customer, oh. marketing ain't free, the social media slash um promotion, and the design. I believe those are five key things that any new marketer needs to to like focus and know. You hear that, y'all? I just got y'all free game. People pay other marketers for that information. You're welcome. Okay? <laughs> now, I got a two-part question for you, Mike. We're going to go right back to Kevin. All right. What is the goal of marketing, and how much money can I look forward to getting paid starting out? So Kevin is a terrible example because he's getting paid bukus of money because he's a freaking genius. Well, okay? well, but most people don't know his story. Well, talk to me. All right. So before I get into how much uh, people pay, but um, I'm going to answer the first question first. Like, what is marketing? Yeah. What's the goal of it? Yeah. So basically the goal of marketing is some people would look at it as profitability. um, But I would more so look at it as an activity um, by we're trying to promote or create or communicate or deliver a product service or some type of offering to an audience that it has value to them. So that's what I think. That's what I believe marketing is. And it's basically creating value. Either you're delivering it, you're communicating it, you're creating it to a cut. To a customer, the audience, the consumer, partners, or the the world, the world at large. In order to generate revenue or interest, I would say it's an exchange. So it's an exchange. So sometimes it could be money, uh-huh. or you can be exchanging services at that point. Because people do that. So you want to market to exchange services or get the finances back from it? Exactly. Okay. Okay. So it sort of goes back to the bartering system, historically. Historically, yep. Okay. All right. All right. So then money, 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 money talks, man. You know, tell me about the money. In the the beginning, because we know you can make bukus of money. You can make... uh, Marketing, you can make bukus of money, all right? Six-figure salaries. I know people like that personally. Easily. Easily. Um, But... Most people won't realize it. It can be hard to get into the industry. One. And then two, because people don't realize the value of marketing or people didn't. Real, I don't think people realize the value of marketing at certain points that they try to bring people in for the cheap on top of cheap. Because um, the company I work for now, I've been there for a year and change. Congrats, congrats. And I've seen people leave and come already. And it's not like it's like one, maybe two. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> I've seen people come and go. But the thing is, like, and this is hearing it from people who's been in the game longer. Like you'll see these, you you may see these people again. There's chances of you running into people that you already met later on in the marketing world. Um, so marketing, yeah, it can be a revolving door at times, but that's because people aren't getting paid what they want or what they believe that they deserve. Is it harder as a black man? Does does race have anything to do with it? To be honest, I can definitely say, yeah, it is harder for a black man. 
because let's let's think about how companies work. They want to hire someone that looked like them. Am I right? For the most part, yeah. So, and still to this day, a lot of these big corporations are owned by Caucasian individuals. So they're going to hire people who look like them initially. And we know that that has a trickle-down effect all the way down. I'm, a, I'm trying to be nice. Go ahead. I want to I wanna get a fire session, man. Ah, fuck it. I'm going. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> I'm going. Listen, I'm going to let you finish. I promise. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to call attention to the black community to put you on game real quick okay if you don't understand i need y'all to get with the time these companies showing all these diversity commercials and they talking about oh we stand and support where black lives matters when you see all of that stuff i need y'all to understand they still don't give a fuck about you because if they did it wouldn't take for an event like what has occurred the past two months for them to put that on your TV screen. That, to me, is not even genius-level marketing. It's marketing at the most basic level, but we are not catching on to it. They are using your Black dollars, and they're playing on your emotions. Exactly. Am I wrong, Mr. Marketer? No, no, you're not wrong at all. Because I can honestly say, and I wonder if people will remember this, there was a point in time that the U.S. would only promote Jamaica for vacations on a regular. One love. Exactly. One. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yo. But the Let's come together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Stupid. But no, but like, and I learned, and I learned this in college, though. Like, I saw one of those old sandals commercials from back in the day. Yeah. And I'm talking about like if I remember correctly, it was like the 60s, 70s. And I'm looking like, yo, they really doing this. And then I'm looking at the commercials today. It's basically the same commercials, just updated. Well, what is that about though? What's your point of bringing that up though? It's like because you said that they're using Black people and these black messages. Yeah, they're tugging on your emotions to bring in dollars. Your black dollars. It's the same thing with those commercials. Like, let's. I would have to do more research on it. Uh huh. But who owns sandals? I. Uh oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh oh. Exactly. I. Uh, who owns sandals? I ain't gonna lie. I kind of want to Google that. <laughs> Bro. Sandals. What is it? Sandals Resort? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna Google that. I'm gonna get back to you. So while I'm doing doing that, tell me what makes you passionate about this work, and how has your skill set grown over time? But I don't think I answered. The, oh, I did answer the question about the money, right? <laughs> you got to work for it, and it's gonna be yeah. harder for you as a black man. But you know what? I guess listeners want to know how do they overcome that. It actually goes into your next two questions. Uh, go ahead, talk about it. So, what I love about marketing is that it's so many different avenues that actually, actually go into for marketing, and it's not just one thing you can be stuck in. Right? You can be on a production side, handling uh, client conversations. You could be on the creative side and coming up with the whole campaign. Uh, you can be on the selling side, selling a product. <laughs> like it's it's so many different pieces of marketing goes into it that you can touch a lot of different pieces and not realize it, it's part of marketing. It's definitely like I said, it's so many different avenues to go into, and you're not just stuck in a bubble. Um. But because you like to move, that's why you, oh, you got to make that very clear. Oh, yeah. you're, a mo- you're a mover and shaker, so that's this is right up your alley, yeah. So, like, 
the way my company was uh functioning that they first started and it was just the production side of things mm-hmm. and i was just trying to get accustomed to that first and then when they started opening the envelope like mike learn this learn that i, I love learning new things love l- learning new things um but I think what really got me passionate about it is that I can take the things that I've learned and use it for my own personal purpose with things that I do. Or, or I can help out my buddies who are looking for help. And I don't necessarily have to get paid for it with, with, with my close friends. Um, but no, there are people who generally like take my expertise and skills and be like, thank you, Mike, and give give me money for my services. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not always looking for money. People constantly say I should start on my own little side hustle, but I think uh, I I am now. I just don't promote it as much because you know I still want to work on my skills and make sure that I put my best foot forward. I don't just want to be out there all willy-nilly and looking crazy. So, so this is what I'm going to say to you. What a very, very wise young man said to me, a.k.a. DJ Daxton, what's popping, what's good? He said to me, do you want to get it done or do you want to be perfect? And that means, and all that means is that you need to start. It doesn't have to be perfect because you can make it better as you go. But the person that doesn't start and is trying to get everything perfect on the back end, he might miss his opportunity. Sure. So I'm saying that to you because I've seen your work. Hell, the world has seen your work. They just don't know it. You got billboards hanging up in New Jersey that people don't know that you put up there. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not going to put your business out there. We're not going to give nobody no free promotion. <laughs> but I'm just trying to tell y'all, Mike B, to y'all, it's just Mike B. But I'm trying to tell y'all, Mike B is nothing to play with. That brother got some billboards that y'all see every day in New Jersey. What what, what route is it? Well, you can, you can at least give him that. Come on. What, what route? Nah, I, see, I'll, I'll do this. It's not only in New Jersey. I would say New Jersey, New York, uh, Ooh, California. Talk, Ooh, talk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to say when we went to Vegas, we seen one, didn't we? And the crazy thing is, I wasn't even working for the company yet. And that was one of their billboards. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, before we get to the last of marketing. Let me answer your sandals question because I do have the answer. All right. Oh. He he is Jamaican. Okay. Gordon Butch Stewart. Okay. But he's a white guy. <laughs> I can't make this up. His nationality is Jamaican, though. Oh yeah, you he has white Jamaican though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's not even Sean Paul Jamaican. He is like. Crispy, yeah, pale skin, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's cool, that's cool. Um, the person in charge right now is Adam Stewart, which he is the son of Gordon, I believe. So I, I guess that's pretty cool. But like you said, it's not owned by black people. So are we giving them a pass because they're Jamaican? The... You know what? I don't want you to answer that because you're going to make me go into another fire session and I don't want to take it there. Because I'm going to say something that might be come off as like slander to a a, a population of people. Because they're saying they're Jamaican, but you know what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with that? I I see where you're going with it, but I think that's for another episode. (laughs) Yeah, we'll let them live. They got it. They got it. So, so, So tell me this, Mr. Marketer. Are there any gems you've learned along the way that you just absolutely feel you need to drop on people listening? Yeah, definitely. The first gem I would say is 
always be willing to learn because you never know with you learning something, it may take you to a new level that you didn't see coming. Yeah, that was deep. Yeah. That's definitely one gem that I learned. Can we get two more? <laughs> Please. All right. That one's for sure. All right. Two. Second gym that I learned. And I and I learned this at my previous company. Just because you don't think anyone's not watching you, don't make it a point to not put your best foot forward every single time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Especially with social media going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Okay, hit us up with a third blessing, man. What about the young black youth that's listening to this right now? They should not be, but hey, you know, I'm not your parents. If you're listening, you're listening. So, all right, for the young black youth, all right. You may not know what marketing is today, but you've been doing it all your life, and people don't understand that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not letting you <laughs> off the hook on that one. Listen, listen. I need you to explain that, Jim. I so, don't want you talking in Jesus' parables either, bro. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Go straight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it straight. All right. So, people are looking at marketing as this new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. The last, I would say, decade and a half, all right? The way how social media blew up and everything. Yep. But I would go on to say that most people who've been marketing all their lives, they just don't realize it. Because the number one key, uh, if I said before, is your story matters, right? Yeah. What do most people do all their lives when they're introducing themselves to new individuals at school? Teammates. You're always introducing yourself to somebody new in some way. Mm. So you always you already picking up a step of you know who your audience is. Now you gotta give them a story for them to keep wanting more. Oh man, that's that's pro that's that's so profound, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, you got that. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. So what yeah. I equate that to is the resume. Um, when I used to do peer, peer mentoring center um, at the university that w- that will not be named, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was phenomenal at this. What I would do is I would have the, the kids come in, the freshmen come in, and I would tell them, think of your resume as a mask that you're going to put on. And you need to paint the mask to match the party that you're about to go into, which is the job that you're looking for. And yep. they need they, they need to see what they want to see. And then when you get into the interview, it is up to you whether you want to take that mask off. I would prefer you take the mask off so they know who they're getting from the door. But the whole purpose of the resume is to be a mask for you, to get you into the masquerade ball, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying. I'll add this one caveat about releasing the mask. Uh Uh-oh. So think about the resume more so as like an introductory post, right? Uh-huh. You're giving a tidbit. You're not giving a full story yet. You're giving a little snapshot. Take a look at that. But when you go into the interview, you need to give a little bit more. You may not have to give the whole story right away, mm-hmm. but you got to give more. So, yeah, I'm, I agree with you on that. Okay. All right. So, I appreciate you letting us into your marketing world, man. Let's, let's switch gears to the finances. Let's get into the nitty-gritty something... Ooh. Yeah, something something the community likes to uh, run away from or hush-hush about. Why are we still living paycheck to paycheck as a community, man? I think there's a couple of reasons. Um, you know my first reason. They've been, they been trying to keep us down this entire time and still trying to keep us down. Um. Can we still use that if we have all this information at our hands? 
I well, mean, bro, you just asked me, was well, sandals owned by a black person or a white person? And I was true. able to Google it and yeah. find it. So you telling me the information we need to become financially independent, financially wealthy is not on Google, Yahoo, and whatever else we need? I don't know if that's an excuse anymore. I'm not saying that the powers that be are not, oh, no, no. don't have no, no. a foothold on us, but man, come on. I don't know, bro. Well, well I'm not saying it's completely just that. I'm just... Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's one of them. Like okay. us not being willing to go learn these things, that is another problem. There you go. Okay. So right. so it it it's it the double effect of both, in my opinion, that holds us down. Um one, if we don't do the research and learn what we need to do, we will never start to meet them, the gatekeepers I would call them, that try mm -hmm. to keep us out. There you go. So, so if we don't have the knowledge and the understanding about money and finances and understand, oh, why are we living paycheck to paycheck and these other individuals aren't? And especially with what's going on with COVID, so many of our people are being affected. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. That's a, that's a topic for another conversation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess my opinion to that why are we living paycheck to paycheck like you said we don't want to take the time to learn the information the information is right there for us now now more than ever especially yes. with quarantine you're at home but you'd rather be on facebook mm. um you'd rather be on instagram and you know what's crazy it's not bad to be on facebook and instagram if you're using it properly but if you're spending about five to eight hours of your day looking at memes, watching videos yep. about something that's not going to push us forward as a culture or push you forward financially, you and your family. What are we doing? What are I, we doing? I, it's a waste of time. And, and, and something about me, I mean, I've said this already, is I hate wasting time. I, now, I do want to enjoy the moment. I do want to live my life, have fun, do the things that I want to do. But I also, I'm not about to waste anyone's time. And I tell my clients that all, all, every time they come into my office, mm -hmm. like, okay, what are we going to talk about? I'm, listen, you went here to get to a place where you need to be happy mentally. Yes. I'm not going to waste your time and I sure don't want you wasting my time. Are you here to work or not? Ooh, you better tell them. <laughs> and we need to take that same mindset with finances. We're we going, do. so so we're talking about paycheck to paycheck. What mm -hmm. we are talking about is a job, a just over broke. Let's get into it. Yeah. Right. The majority of us are hustlers at heart, man. We, we know how to get it. We know how to get to a bag. And, and we'll get to that conversation in a minute. But the reason why we're living paycheck to paycheck is because we're living above our means. Very true. Very true. Now, somebody's going to be like, what does that mean? All right, let me explain it to you. If you rented an apartment for $1,000 and then you got to pay all your electric and internet, all that stuff that come with it, right? Mm -hmm. You should not be in the club every weekend blowing $200 on, on, on drinks. Let's be for real. It, we we both know it's a lot more than that. I don't know why you're saying 200. I'm being nice. I'm, I, I'm being nice. <laughs> you got kids at home. They need to eat. Yep. But you're leaving them with your parents. Or your mom. Or your dad. You know, because again, we're from the hood. So we got to keep it real. Mm -hmm. Or a babysitter. Next door neighbor. Next door neighbor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or your, your, your homeboy, homegirl, things like that. Right? Yep. And you're blowing all your bread and then you're asking family members, friends for, hey, yo, you think you can spot me $100 so I can pay my water bill? First of all, why is your water bill $100? Because that means you're not conserving your water properly. But no judgment. Do what you do. Maybe you just got a pool in your backyard or something like that. Whatever. Right? But you telling me you don't have the money set aside for your water bill? You don't have the money set aside for your rent? Bro. I'm going to say this. People don't try to pay their bills before they go have fun. Uh-oh. Talk, <laughs> talk to me. Right. Like, it, it's too many times when, like, 
I can understand if like your paycheck, you living from paycheck to paycheck, and your paycheck for some reason is not lining up with your bills. Yes, that, that I, happened. Yes, that happened. Okay, that mm-hmm. happened. I can understand that. Oh, spot me, and I got you when my paycheck come in. I I get that. But when you know your bills are coming, you know you know what you got to pay. You know how much. You know yeah. how much is coming, and you still spend more than what you can on foolish things for no reason, like always going shopping. I'm sorry, sneakerheads, for the one. Uh, sorry, sneakerheads. <laughs> you, talking to y'all too. Y'all, y'all making Jordan two, rich. Three, four, five hundred dollars on sneakers. Yeah. That takes ten, twenty-five dollars to make. But I gotta be fly, Mike. I gotta, I gotta get my drip rolling. You know what I mean? You ain't got no drip, Mike. You can't speak to me, boy, Bruh. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, and all that, son. What y'all see, Zuckerberg, <laughs> Bill Gates, and all them wearing? Do you see them wearing all that name brand ish? Getchas. Come on now. A white T-shirt. And some, like, je- some jeans from the Gap. Look. Uh, and- and I can understand if you got it like that, yeah, go ahead. Buy what you want to buy. That's you. Cause I think that's another thing that's wrong with a black culture. Cause we see the famous individuals in our culture yep. buying all those things. Yep. And they be broke too. Exactly. And we just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a young brother by the name of Advocate that's on Instagram. We know him. He's in the music industry and he speaks on that every week about how to maneuver the marketing industry. And he often speaks about how a lot of these rappers are running out these vehicles and these houses to perform these rap videos and selling you a dream. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you definitely, you definitely talking about some real things, but let's get to the bag, bro. What is getting to the bag? What, to me, I think people look at different things and be like, oh, yeah, that's getting to the bag. That That's the best way to do it. And I'm going to list off a couple of things, and people are going to be mad because I don't, it's true. We don't care. We do not care. But number one, yes, I know your kid can play ball, football, basketball, maybe baseball, maybe run on the track. Is he really standing out like that? Uh oh. Oh snap. Let me exit. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> like, let's be for real. I'm 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 just trying to say, like, yes, hard work does pay off. I'm not I'm not going front. Hard work does pay off if you if you want it that bad. Mm-hmm. But to me, I don't think a lot of our kids want it that bad. That they their parents are pushing that dream on them okay. from the jump okay. and not giving them a backup plan. Because hmm. when I started playing football, I never was like, oh, I want to go to the league. Me, I looked at it as, as a means of it's something keeping me, uh, keeping me safe and keeping me doing something productive. And also, like, letting out my anger on the football field. One. And then two, my plan was whatever my career was going to be. I wanted to do that. If I happened to go to the NFL, if if football took me that far, yeah, so be it. So you didn't care about getting to the bag? Bro. Because NFL is getting to the bag, is it not? Some people, yeah. But that's not me getting to the bag. Me getting to the bag is working, doing what I got to do to get get my bills paid off, and then end up building my wealth for the future for my family and the and the generations after. That's what that's what getting to the bag to me is. It's it's building on what I may have had or didn't have and making it better. That's getting back to me. There you go. Something man you finally agree on, I see. <laughs> Get, getting to the bag, 
to me goes into our next topic, which is building generational wealth. I don't care nothing about being rich. I want to be wealthy. I'm Amen. going to be wealthy. Amen. And we right there. There are some things that come with being wealthy. It's, it takes extreme sacrifice, especially if you want to put it in a place that money is in your family. Yep. I don't come from money. Mike B does not come from money. Right? Now nah, I do come from entrepreneurs, though. That I do come from. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's 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 different. And yep. that, that's another thing I want to address. I want us to stop calling ourselves entrepreneurs. If mm-hmm. and, and follow me on this one. If you are black and you are quote unquote getting to the bag, you are making splashes, you're finding a new way to do things, or you're just out there on your own making money, you are not an entrepreneur. You are a industrialist because you are changing the way things operate in this world in your own way. Look up the definition. I like that. That's different. Yeah, you feel me? I like that. We're changing the game. If you want to, if you're talking to me about generational, if you want to be rich, be an entrepreneur. There's nothing wrong with it. No disrespect to the entrepreneurs out there. Keep getting it. Generational wealth is being able to have five houses set up for family members to go in there and they all paid off. So when they hit a rough pack, they can go in there for a month or two. Key phrase, month or two. Because at that point, while they're in there, we're building. But at one month and that two months, you're supposed to be over there teaching them how to fish. I'm, I'm going biblical on y'all now. Mm. You're, supposed to be, you're supposed to be teaching them how to get their finances in order. You're supposed to be teaching them how to gain their own money so that this never happens again. And that when you need them, you should be able to call on them and they should have about 10 houses set up for you to just go into one of them. This is the problem with the black community. I got family members that have hit me up, won't even say, hey, how you doing? They go straight to the shits, Mike. Yo, I need this X amount amount of money. Bro, you preaching. You preaching right now. Come on, bro. And it, it don't change the relationship. Love is love. But when the fuck the last time you asked me how I was doing? 100. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And, and I'm not I'm not personally attacking anybody because that's not just family. I have a lot of people that are hit me up and say certain things like that. But it's like, damn, can I get a, yo, just, you know, you know, neighborhood, how you been? This and this and that. You know, I see you blowing up with the thing and this and this and that, you know. And if you be, if I would, I would, I'm super honest with you. I'm like, yo, I'm not blowing up, man. I'm, I barely market, man. Mike is on my head 24-7 because I don't market enough. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, bro? Oh, now we see you. You over there making that money. What money? Where is that, bro? What Fetty? I ain't seen it. Look, all I'm going to say is we haven't come with a consistent marketing plan for you. That's it. But that <laughs> we getting there. We building. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's my thing, man. Generational wealth um, has missed the black community, man, badly. We don't even and- know what that means. So I, I'll tell you like this. Here's a trick that I don't think people understand too when it comes to generational wealth. How many people actually got life insurance in the black community? Oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> Do you know I didn't get life insurance until I was 22, 23? But no, that's perfect. That's great. You did it at 22. Most people, most people don't get it at all. Ever, yeah. Ever. Like, Mm -mm. look, I say this. People shouldn't be struggling to plan your funeral and collect the money. Oh, man. Man, (laughs) man, man. Listen, while while we on the topic, I don't want to drift off of it. You're talking about life insurance. Let me get... Now, it's my turn to show my expertise. Let me drop a gem on y'all, okay? Go ahead, bro. If your child has just been born or they are from birth to about, I would say, two years old, mm-hmm. please put them on full-term life insurance. Whole life insurance. Get whole life insurance 
for your children immediately. Okay? If you are beyond those ages, I don't know, you're 20, 21, 22, you're going up 30, even if you're 40, okay? Please search for a term life insurance Yo, policy. Nah, let, me, let, me, let me eat real bro. quick. Go let, ahead, me bro. let me eat real quick. I got you. Go ahead, bro. Please look for a term life insurance policy. And it would be even better if you could find a turn return on investment life insurance policy. What that means hmm. is that for 20 to 40 years, depending on which term you want, I think they even got 30, 30 year terms, uh, life insurance policies that after 20 years, if you have not passed away, all of that money that you spent into the insurance policy comes back to you year 20. And the knowledge behind that is that if you were doing what you're supposed to do from today to 20 years from now, you're supposed to laugh at that insurance money that's going to come back to you because you're going to be like, oh, look, we got this amount of money back. Man, it's play money because in those 20 years, I was building generational wealth. Mm. Deep, right? Mm. Bro. And it, you hit huh? it on. You hit it on the head, bro. Are we here for the smoke, man? I, I don't. I, again, I don't want people <laughs> to misconstrue my crude manner of speaking with flat-out ignorance. Oh no, 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 no! I'm educated. I know some things. I also just like boxing and you know talking shit. I mean, <laughs> 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 hey, it is what it is. Man. I'm not about to change about y'all. Word. It's not putting all your kittens and your dogs in one basket. It, you got to diversify. You got to get life insurance to be prepared. Because you never know what can happen. Mm -hmm. People die every day. Yeah, people die every day, B. Yep. You can, you can have your 401k or you can have a pension if company still gives it. But just don't rely on that. Go get yourself an IRA. Specifically hey. a Roth IRA. Tell them what the IRA stand for. Nah, you got this. You got this. <laughs> look, look, look. I, it's get to the point where me picking up, picking up the four words is going to go left and right. <laughs> IRA is an individual retirement account. Please utilize Google, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're on to educate yourselves. The information is out there. And even when they tell you, oh, no, that's fake news. Still look at it because there's truth in everything. Even the liar tells the truth sometimes. I said what I said. Now we're coming to a close, Mike. Our black dollar. Let's talk about it. The number one sought after thing in America by businesses. Is, is it the black dollars or the black body? Ooh, let me let me not let me not take it. There. You know, let's, let's focus on black dollars. Come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come Ooh, on, bro. What's trying let me to do? Let me chill. We you mentioned like a five, six different topics. <laughs> <laughs> let me chill, bro. Let me chill. They don't they don't want these problems, man. Black dollars, bro. Black dollars. Why is it so important? Because we don't know the strength of our own money. If we would to invest that money into our own communities. The last couple of Black Fridays alone, it showed the record numbers of just the black dollar that's being spent on those days. What does that tell you? We're, we're the consumers, not the investors, correct? Correct. What words of wisdom do you have for us, man? If, if we know that our black dollars are, I, I'm going to say it, the most important factor in the world. Not America, the world. What do we do to gain power back? Just for us. We don't want to run the whole world. We do our own thing. And that's the least likely of the problems. Because we just... I'm going to say this. We, this might get us cut off too, but... We ain't fighting to take over. We fighting to just get equal rights right now. What if we flip the script and we wanted to do what they did to us? That's a whole nother story. But uh, back to the black dollars. <laughs> mm. So you, you, you basically telling me 
what they did in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Black Wall Street. If we had a Freaky Friday moment in White Wall Street, what are you going to do, White America? To be continued, Mike. That, 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 that's a gem. That's a gem for another day, bro. <laughs> what, what do you What do you want to leave our listeners with, man? They sick of us, man. We We've been doing <laughs> much this episode, bro. <laughs> we just need to realize our our worth, our true worth, and we specifically talk. We're talking about black money, the black dollar. If we realize the power that it holds and how better we can make our life and the generations after us, if we truly understood, it'd be a shockwave across the world. Big fact. Big fact. And with that, we'll leave you with black people. Please, 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 please look up generational wealth. Look in ways to how to get it. Stay off of all of that amusement park shit, all of that Facebook and Instagram shit, unless you're looking at something positive that's going to elevate us, man. All right? For real, for real. Live below your means so that you could live like a king and a queen later. Mm. Mm, that's deep right there. And I'll share something with you. I sacrificed 10 years of my life not doing nothing, being a square, being corny, so that I can build and get to the moments that y'all are seeing now. The people that personally know me know exactly what I'm talking about. The people that don't know me personally, pay attention. Love is love, stay blessed. Peace, folks.